well remember us talking over the years about the Children's Grief Centre and the amazing work that they do and indeed uh, on one occasion they were a beneficiary of Live 95 helping Limerick children. Well, they're moving into their new Limerick home following a three and a half million euro investment in total and joining me in the studio to tell us a bit about it is Derek Walsh who's chair of the Board of Management for the Children's Grief Centre and uh, also Teresa Kavanagh, senior support worker. Uh, you're both welcome. Good morning to you. So, uh, Derek, tell all what's been happening. Well, it's really exciting time, uh, Joe. As, as you know, in 2020, the Ladies' Residence, which is on O'Connell Avenue there, it's uh, the John Henry Newman campus. It was gifted to the Children's Grief Centre by the Sisters of Mercy, and it required a substantial uh, renovation, but after, I suppose, almost two years of work, we now have a child-centric design with a range of support rooms tailored to specific age groups. So it's a really exciting time for the Children's Grief Centre. And what that means in practical terms is that we have additional space, additional uh, support available, and we can now see and treat and uh, uh, meet with families uh, in excess of what we were meeting previously in our in our location in Westport Avenue. Right, and just to understand this, is this an extension or is it a complete move? Oh, it's, oh, it's a complete move. So we were based uh, in the Westport Avenue and we, we have this new bill, which means that we're going to be, I suppose, supporting about 100 children and families per week where we were previously supporting around 60. And this, this means we'll increase one-to-one sessions and reduce the waiting time to probably three months. There's currently a significant waiting list uh, with the Children's Grief Centre because we've outgrown, I suppose, the infrastructure we're currently residing in. Right. And I know, having chatted to the legendary sister, Helen Collan, you know, she looked at how this works in other parts of the world, didn't she? I think she was in Oregon at one point and obviously have taken some lessons from that for the new location. She was, yeah. She travelled over to Oregon and the design is based on a centre over in Oregon. And it's it's it's... It's it's a beautiful new building. I mean, it has you know, a lovely waiting room, interactive sensory garden, and it allowed the children to communicate with the natural world. It's it's a really exciting time, and we're and we're, we're we're really looking forward to it. And we're we're so appreciative of all the support we've we've gotten over the years. I can't as well, I can't thank everyone uh, on this interview You'll who are supporting. We'd be here all day, but it's 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 just it's an incredible achievement, and we're we we really are incredibly grateful. Yeah, and Teresa, you know, to some degree, people might hear Children's Grief Centre and think, oh well, it does what it says on the tin, but it's more complex than that, isn't it? It is, and I suppose what we are going, what we do at the centre is we advocate that grief is um, a normal, natural response to loss. And I suppose for a lot of us in, you know, in society, we don't like to think, we just don't like to talk about grief. And young children and young people do want to talk about it, um, and they don't want to. They want to do it in their own way and in their own words. And that is what the centre is about: is to give them a safe listening space. Um, uh, it's free of charge. It's non-judgmental, and it's a space where they can come and express how they feel in their own way and I suppose there is this uh, uh, misconception that there is a time limit uh, on grief and sadly there isn't there is no orderly path for grief it's, there's no stages you can go through there's no there's no map for grief so I think what's wonderful about this new centre now is that the young children that come there and even currently in our own centre they know they can always come back so even like in two years, three years time and we do, we see that um, as a, even in our own in the where we are up currently, young people do return because, and all, because they know they can come back and they have someone who will listen to them and they have that safe space. And there are types of grief as well. We're not just talking about, for example, the death of a parent, are we? No, we're not. And the centre is its probably that when um, Helen set it up initially, she was very, she, 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 um, 
I suppose she was very concerned about young children whose parents had separated, that there was no place uh, for, for, the, for those children because sadly the grief when parents, even now I think, even when parents separate, uh, grief isn't acknowledged. So yes, and what's going to be wonderful about the new centre is that we're going to be able to offer support to parents, which will be, is, which because parents need it, particularly when parents have separated because it's a time when they're probably at their most vulnerable and they need a lot of support too. It is extraordinary that there was this gap, wasn't there? You know, that you would almost think that it had been covered off children's grief, but it really hadn't. It, it isn't. And, you know, children and um, young people, they grieve differently from adults. So it's really important to know that. And there are grief changes over the course of a child's development as well. So it's really important that, you know, that they have a place that they can come. And that's where, as Derek said, we have uh, the different rooms which facilitate the different stages of development. So it's really important because, again, children are going to sit down and tell you how they feel. So we work very creatively with different creative materials. Uh, we are going to all of the rooms actually have a... Um, what we call a volcanic area, which will have a, um, a, a punch bag. And therefore, children have explosive feelings who need to be able to express them in a safe place. So it's um, it, it's just the, 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 the whole um, building is amazing. It is beautiful. It's been a dream that's been mm. um, there for a long time. So to see it come to reality is amazing. And Derek, uh, sorry, when is the move actually happening? Or are you there? Or what's the story? Well, we're, we're due to complete the renovation. Um, but at the end of this month, or it'll probably be Good Friday, actually, is the, is the date. But uh, there'll be a fit out, and that might take a month or two. But we expect to be operational in the new building in, you know, within probably eight weeks, you know, yeah. which, is, which it, is brilliant. And there's a lot of voluntary help, isn't there, making sure that the Children's Grief Centre continues to operate? Oh, there's, a, there's a huge amount of voluntary help. I mean, there's, there's such goodwill with the centre. I mean, and that flows down from, from Sister Helen, who we've all known for so many years, and she's, she's just a phenomenal person, and... She kind of spreads such good positivity and uh, ethic, and everyone rolls in behind it because it's such, it's such a, I suppose it's such a great organisation in terms of of what it does for people. I mean, many of us have experienced grief and profound loss, and this, the sense of, I suppose, tragedy and incomprehension with that as an adult is difficult to fathom. But one can only imagine how a how a child can process that, and and the facility, I suppose, provides that forum to do that. And you know, people like Trees and our support workers within that are, are vastly experienced in, in supporting young people and their families. And if someone listening thinks that they know a child who could benefit, how, how can they get in touch? They can get in touch directly with the centre. and uh, Children's Grief Centre. With the Children's Grief Centre. I mean, if you just Google that, all the contact details will come up. But um, And all, all of the referrals are made by parents. So if parents contact the centre, we will um, listen and take the details. And, um, and as Derek said... You know, it is great that we will be able to. Our waiting list is uh, will be become shorter as when we move to the new centre. Yeah. Okay. And and it is a it's a national service as well, uh, Joe, which is which is brilliant. So I mean, they, they, Helen and all the support workers they, they meet with families and children from around the country, and it's an early intervention uh, service. So we, I think studies have found that early intervention is fundamental to the development of the mental and physical well being of young people following following loss. And okay. of course, it's just to say as well that it's free. So, um, uh, um, and as you know, we we will, um, and we do. We're currently even seeing children from Clare, Tipperary, Galway, uh, Kerry. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Well, look, Limerick leading the way, and good to hear that in an important area to uh, the Children's Grief Centre. Fantastic to see that development come to fruition because it's something, as I say, we talked to Sister Helen Colhan about a lot on this show over the years. And thank you both very much for what you've done and for coming in and talking to us about it. The very best of luck with it in the future as well. That's uh, Derek Walsh, who's Chair of the Board of Management, and Theresa Kavanagh, a Senior Support Worker with the Children's Grief Centre.